Bubble Guppies are, man, I tell you, I, I looked longingly at Bubble Guppies. Yeah. The songs, the production value, there's a couple like parent jokes kind of like snuck in here from time to time. Yeah. So why can't I watch this? I gotta watch this. <laughs> I gotta watch this kid and his slave dogs save the most inept town I've ever seen. This mayor should be thrown out. Yeah. It's like, I don't know how this guy's a boat license. Like this whole town is just, it's <laughs> just falling apart when you rely on these dogs. Adult beverages are poured. The kids are asleep. Welcome to New Dad Gaming. It's a show about fatherhood, gaming, and new fathers figuring out their gaming lives. My name is Trevor, and I have an 8-year-old and a 5-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have a 12-year-old and a 10-year-old. All right, the summer of beers continues. We've been continuing to look for recommendations from other gaming dads. Continue to send them in. We've got a couple. We're trying our best. I will say, uh, at least where I'm located, Jeff's probably the same for you. Uh, we are just a wash in like local craft beer. So yeah, my local stores do not have a lot coming from our friends south of the border. But just the same, keep sending the recommendations. We'll try to find anything and everything to try and uh, get a representation from other beers. Recommendations. What are you drinking? What are you liking? Send it to our way at New Dad Gaming on Twitter and NewDadGaming.com. For myself, it was a beer choice based purely on the can. Oh, that's a good way to do it. It's a Pilsner. I don't generally like Pilsner, but this but this can looks so cool. <laughs> I just had to do it. So it is called a Marco Polo. It's from Indie Ale House. It's their Marco Polo Italian style Pilsner. Good news. Turned out to be quite tasty. Very good. Like nothing absolutely mind-blowing about it, but very competent, very delicious, kind of like the flavors to it. And the can is just gorgeous. Like this is so cool looking. Black and gold. Marco Polo's on the one side of the can. says Marco. And then you turn, 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 turn. And way on the other side is Polo. Marco, Polo, love it. Genius. Didn't have to find the taste either. Just, <clears throat> just, just reels me in. What can I tell you? So... <laughs> Marco Polo Pilsner, really enjoying it, and I'm a sucker for good design. Judging books by their cover. <laughs> Jeff, what are you drinking this week? Well, we don't sell each other on just pre-orders on this show. We sell each other on the beers that we've chosen. <laughs> yes. Yes, sir. So I am going on your recommendation, Sober Carpenter. <laughs> so it is the actually the IPA. I think it has the red ale, I think we uh-huh. said, right? So at a Montreal, Quebec, this is a nice non-alcoholic mm. beer. I yep. will give you this. This is a, a great one to pick up if you're looking, again, for non-alcoholic. Has a great taste. Not like, you know, not assaulting my taste buds by any means. It's just nice, crisp, clean. I, I rather enjoy this one. So thank yeah. you for this recommendation. Like, this is another good one. Never would have picked yeah. this up. Yeah, th- that one is particularly exciting. It was just available in the grocery store, fairly nicely priced, and just you would not know. You could have that in a lineup of other beers. You wouldn't be able to tell the difference. And that was really exciting. And I particularly like the red ale, the Irish ale that they have. But it, it was a bit of a shock to me. It's like, wow, like I, I knew alcoholic beer would come a ways, but to have something like this that is more mass-produced, yeah. available, relatively cheap, like excellent. So cool to see. Yeah, absolutely. So we got you in there. Yep. All right. Hey, Gaming Dads, like I said, toss us your recommendations. Anything else, uh, any beers you'd so like us to try to find and recommend to other Gaming Dads on the show. So I forgot my kid this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, that's 
Hold on. Hold on. There's a lot there. There's a lot. Okay, so I... My kid is now officially off, and last week, I forgot to pick him up at the school bus. Oh, no. I just completely spaced. I had... I didn't mean space. I remembered that I had to pick him up. I knew that I had to pick him up. Okay. And I was looking at the time. It's like, okay, I'm going to go do this one other thing before I pick him up. And, you know, I'll be ready to pick him up at 3.30. Cool. Pick up time's 2.30, Jeff. Oh, yeah. Early dismissal, right? Is it? (laughs) No, no, no. That's every day. Oh, this is just, you just pick 3.30? I pick him up every day. I've successfully picked them up every day at that same time. Okay. But then on let's let's call it Wednesday. It's like yeah, I'll get them at three uh, thirty. Not a problem. Uh huh. Just just random, just random date. And the next thing I know is I'm interrupted from whatever like task I was doing with just like as I go. Like, oh, what is that a a, a salesman? Yeah. And then I hear my kid's voice and just like and the color drains. The orchestral music starts in the background. I'm like oh god, what have I done? <laughs> I had just completely blown it, completely forgot. Friend of my younger son, same bus stop. We go and chat with him every single day. The bus driver lets them off the bus and it's just like, so I guess he's just not here? So you're going to take him? The other dad's like, yeah, yeah, I will. Oh, no. <laughs> and then they just, and then he walked them alone. We're friends with the family, so it was like, it was a great catchback. But just, again, like, walk hearing my son knock on the door and scream and they're laughing their heads off they oh, think this of is the, course yeah this is the greatest day in the world good old dad completely blew it and there's the other father no heart no shame we were just laughing our heads off it was great but now did did the dad do you a solid though he'd be like yeah so the joke worked too we got him <laughs> right like <laughs> totally cover <laughs> nailed him <laughs> oh no everybody's laughing my kids loved it they were just screaming they thought it was the funniest thing in the world the like I said, the dad did. My wife was like just stunned. And I too, I'm just telling you, I don't, why 3.30? Why on earth this one day? I. Uh, how long <laughs> has it been? Like you've done this probably months. 200 times. Months. Okay. Man, yeah, months yeah. we had him on the bus. 3.30, right. just out of the sky, you pull this number. I, it doesn't matter how, doesn't matter how many, how long you're a dad, guys. It doesn't matter how good you're at it. Eventually you're going to goof up. And what a way to end off the year. I'm glad they had a laugh over it though. That was fun. Yeah. It worked out perfectly. Like yeah. it could not have worked out better. And like I, be knowing your neighbors, living in a good neighborhood, like it has its advantages. Especially knowing like other dads and everything. Or getting friendly with other people around your kids certainly pays dividends. But <laughs> oof, poor poor went out for the old forgetful dad here. That was just uh, horrendous. Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin. Can't believe I've made my family disappear. <laughs> uh, now. Now, I want to transition to a good Gaming Dad. I wanted okay. to give an update. We were sent an update from Gaming Dad Luke. Thanks so much for writing in. You listeners of the show might remember last week where it, he had written in with a quandary around three kids and himself all playing games. The one Xbox system, and now it's time for another. What do they do? Ultimately, we landed on a few things. Nintendo seemed like kind of an expensive option to kind of jump into. It doesn't really solve the numbers game. We suggested maybe Android tablets, which would also help with a road trip. But ultimately, since he's already into the Xbox realm, another Xbox might just help satiate it. So you get the two of them, and potentially an upgrade. So he writes in, fairly long response, but I did really like the story, so I wanted to get into it. And actually brings up a good point we're going to talk about next with guns and games. But 
Just listening. Wow. Thank you so much for the in-depth conversation and response. Going to re-listen with my wife this evening and then we'll lay out the options. I really thinking extra Xbox is the best move. The thought of diving into the Nintendo world without any background in it would be a pretty expensive adventure. Steam Deck doesn't sound kid-friendly. Absolutely dead on there. Yeah. And I don't have a backlog to dive into. That's probably even the better point is that it's not just that the hardware you can't hand a Steam Deck to a seven-year-old. It's that if you don't have all these Steam games, you're going to be kind of off. So very astute point there. Seems like we wouldn't be able to get away with just getting a tablet. I don't know if we'll suddenly want three on a road trip. Only having one would cause problems. Jeff is exactly right on what games the boys play. You had pegged it perfectly. The five and seven-year-olds bounce around Minecraft, Roblox, Fall Guys. But the nine-year-old actually likes Game Pass games for a week or two anyways. (laughs) I remember him diving hard into Super Lucky Tales. Excellent game. Tunic, Vampire Survivors, also excellent. Oh, yeah. And now it seems like Minecraft Legends and Cassette Beasts. We haven't touched Fortnite, which brings up another conversation, guns and games. When he started watching screens, playing games, we find we kind of always just said no guns and games. And he's never really asked to play Fortnite, but he's old enough to get into it now. His friends mostly play Minecraft, what we hear, so it's really never come up. At that age, I was probably playing Duke Nukem and Wolfenstein. <laughs> and, and I think I turned out okay. Not Call of Duty or any first-person shooter myself, so there's not much for guns and games. I'll download Fortnite and introduce him this weekend when the younger two are in bed and busy and let you know the initial reaction. That will be interesting. A child's first reaction to Fortnite. Very cool. Thanks so much for the suggestions and the talking through the console systems. One last thing. Thank you for the Pokemon Go suggestion a few pods ago. I downloaded it on my phone and now it's been nice for walks and bike rides. We map out what gyms we're going to hit and bike or walk there. My rule is the phone stays in the pocket until we're at the gyms. So this has actually been great for conversation bonding time without them realizing it. They love catching Pokemon they have cards of or finding cool new new ones they've never seen. It's rekindling a love for Pokemon that seemed to finally be tailing off in our house. But that's great. Pokemon library books and drawings all over the place again. Thanks for the podcast and looking forward to old man gaming in the future. Yeah. Okay. Final update. We settled on getting a new Xbox Series X. We're even talking an upgrade. Okay, yeah. And for downstairs and moving the Series S upstairs. What a win. Boys are all very excited about this plan for now. Doubt that that'll last when they realize how much bigger the basement TV is. <laughs> Buying the Series X next weekend on a trip. Man, fantastic. That Top to bottom. Out. Yeah. Absolutely love it. So the extra Xbox, kids are all excited about it. The ex- the Nintendo wasn't going to work. Tablets wasn't work. Absolutely going. The, the Pokemon Go part two is, I love the, the twist on it. So we had talked about a number of podcasts ago, my family had rediscovered Pokemon Go. Kids loved walking around and, haha, surprise, you're doing exercise outdoors. <laughs> like, <laughs> secret dad win. The extra twist he added here where it's like, we can do this, but we're going to keep the phone in the pocket. So right. we're going to be constantly staring at it and we're going to just walk to this location to battle the gym. That's a really nice twist, I think. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. Because again, you're going to be talking about the Pokemon all the way up to that point and you're not glued to the screen trying to like meander around to, to find the other Pokemon. So I think that is a great twist, like you said, on how to kind of like, you know, get them away from the screen, but allow it as well. And then they don't know any different. They're having a great time, it sounds like. Right. So yeah, no, that's a that's a good, good added effort there. Excellent gaming dad tip. Thanks so much, Luke. Anybody else listening, do you have a gaming story? Do you have a gaming dad quandary? Do you have a Anything else you'd like to mention, we'd love to hear from you. Love to shout it on the show. Get the collective gaming dad wisdom. Reach out to us at New Dad Gaming on Twitter or NewDadGaming.com. So that actually does segue in. He had mentioned guns and games. 
That one's interesting. We, we've touched on it in the past yeah. around introducing that type of violence. And I think violence is probably the key word because much like a Looney Tunes to a R-rated film, there is a certain intent or a degree of violence that I think almost becomes manageable in a sense. Like, you know, Bugs Bunny slaps Daffy with a frying pan. Yeah. It's not great. I don't want you to do that to your sibling, but it's that that's on a different level than Die Hard. <laughs> like replaying on the TV. A little bit, right? yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't know where you and your household has fallen on guns and violence and games and how that's kind of come about for you guys. Yeah, like we had a conversation a few years ago, I guess when my kids were a little bit younger and kind of laid down the rules like you explained. Like there's there's some gun violence that is a little bit more cartoony and if you know the games aren't super gory violent with ragdog ragdoll physics of people being shot and stuff it was more about you have to be just present in your parenting so fortnite they tried out they didn't like it Hurt. any other guns has been roblox and yeah. i think some mods to minecraft and that's about it they have no appetite for anything else so we kind of like left that field a little bit open knowing yeah. that the we could be asked about Call of Duty, we could be asked about these other, like, I think a lot of their friends play even um, Tom Clancy's, uh, what's this, Siege? Rainbow Six Siege. And that is, like, super violent. Yeah. Um, but they have not, no appetite for it. So the circle of friends yeah. they've built is actually on Minecraft and Roblox. So we're not really into super violent yet, but we've, you know, made those boundaries of, like, come to us. That's all. Like, we want to assess at that time. Hey. So, But how about yourself? Like, it can, you could be right in the thick of it. So, <laughs> yeah. so my guys are the problem is I think largely the influence from YouTube. Oh, definitely, um, yeah. Before before we nip that in the bud, because like there's nothing that we bring into the house that would have that level of it. We don't watch those films. We don't. I don't download games and play that type of stuff with them. Uh, and not a knock it. I just mean like it's not something I've presented to my kids and let them to play. Yep. <laughs> I'll say with mine is that I almost feel that my I think my my son seems to like to. Uh, irk us a bit seems to like to twist the knife a little bit kind of get us uh, riled up a little bit because obviously it's like hey don't we turned off youtube because you're watching this because it's violence yeah. and it's not good stuff like that yeah and and now he has c come to start saying things like oh but like i love violence like violence is great you're like okay <laughs> he's not properly equating it yeah and where it comes out unfortunately it's this one time we were going through a fair this is like a apropos of nothing I'll, I'll swing it back around i promise but we're going through a fair and this one uh, there was a leather dealer there. So he had a bunch of bags. He had a bunch of like vests and things like that. And the one thing he had was like, it's either cuffs or it was like a collar for a dog. Okay. The leather collar had like big spikes. Yep. Like this little cartoonish type thing, right? So big silver spikes on a black thing. My kid's like, oh, can I get that? How much does that cost? I want to wear it on my wrist. And he's like, why would you want to do that? And my son says, because I love violence. Just like, what is Yeah. What is the police officers walking this and so like, oh, hi, 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 sir, how are you doing? They pull from anywhere, though. Like, is he, is yeah. he playing Final Fight at home? I don't know. <laughs> Double Dragon? Ah, uh, he didn't play Final Fight. We did Final Fight 4. He was playing that one. Oh, okay. Well, actually, so, no. but that was like, again, like, that was kind of like just this cartoony, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pixelated, like, beat him up. So I didn't see much issue. Yeah. Um. So for him, I would think if I were to let him, I believe he'd play GTA 5. Oh, yeah, if you let it and it would just happen? Because he'd had a lot of 
a lot of the YouTube trash we were like getting them off of, like we'd stop it anytime we catch it, but like it would eventually veer into guys doing silly, rambunctious stuff on GTA five. Yeah. So, you know, they go from, and some of it seems relatively harmless because the one is like, oh, look, this is a Spider-Man and a Hulk mod and they're just running around. And the next one is they're driving Lamborghinis up in the sky. Like the, the right. mod scene within GTA five is ridiculous, but you know, video, video, video. And then next thing you know, it's definitely like just the yeah. full gun gore nonsense that goes on with that. It's been those conversations too, where it's just like, there's a degree of violence. Like there's this blood and this like hurting of people and this like purposeful or non-purposeful hurting of other people. That's just not what we want you guys to play. Like this is like, we're, we're trying to have some fun. We're trying to enjoy ourselves, but we can't veer into this until you're older. And of course they're asking me like, at what age? I think I like I throw out 16, but not really think too much. Hold that to be like, yeah, 16. <laughs> like double your actual age. <laughs> you just double the age. You're like, I don't even <laughs> yeah. want to think about it right now in the future. Eight plus years, Trevor will deal with that situation. Current day, Trevor, it's just going to punt it off to the future. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's coming. I mean, like eventually what the ultimate thing was going to happen is one of his friends will play it. will get Call of Duty. Guaranteed. Yeah. That's how the, every time this works, one of his friends will be allowed to play Call of Duty much too early. It's like, but you know, John, Jonathan plays it or even worse is when he goes to Jonathan's house and they all just play Call of Duty without us knowing about it. Yeah, they will. Tale as old as time. Didn't you do that as a kid? Just like we did. (laughs) Exactly. Tale as old as time. But so the best we could do, I think, is try to preface it and have them understand the context of violence in these games, like what it kind of means, and like I don't. (laughs) And like the worst version of parenting, it's almost like you'd show them actual real world world gun violence just to let them see how (laughs) horrific and sad it is, as opposed to like Clockwork Orange, you just like peel open their eyelids (laughs) and just watch this. I'm a good dad. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I forget my kid at school on the bus and I show him violent things to, to, to help learn him. The conversation's going to come up is going to be a nuanced one around trying to, you're not quite old enough for it yet because you can't particularly contextualize it as to what this thing is. Uh, you don't need to be exposed to it. And when you do start to play it, you have to understand like it's violence in and of itself isn't good. Like it's a bad thing. This is, an, this is not exemplary behavior. And, you know, it's to be kind of quarantined into this particular mode yeah absolutely like you don't want to romanticize it right i think that's the point and they need to know that kind of video game violence is very different from real violence and real violence affects and impacts people yeah. right so if you're going around saying things out in public um actually my 12 year old talking on his discord um, they joke about stuff all the time and that actually worked its way into schoolwork, right so that's when we had a conversation be like okay, all the stuff that you may not play these types of games with the violence, but you will talk about it in your friends' groups. And then once it gets into school, that's a whole different context. And you have to know that that stuff does happen. It's very scary. It's very triggering. And you need to, you know, step back from that. And that's what the, all this means. And you have those conversations, right? So as long as you're kind of monitoring, um, there is, you know, I think like you said, like there's no real age number to it but there is just like how you feel about your kid to handle it and actually understand what it means and you know you can't go around your friends houses and say all this stuff <laughs> right and when they're not ready and that's a whole other issue that crops up <laughs> like it's, i don't want to be too much of a hypocrite either like there, there's degrees of it so like the violence we played i'm trying to think about when i played doom oh i played doom young and when i played duke nukem Yep. Duke Nimble, which is particularly bad comparatively. Well, yeah. Well, you work in the nudity and everything, but with the definite nude mods. And what I'm wondering about, so it's, I don't want to be on this like high horse and preaching like, oh, no violence for you. But at what point is it different 
do you think it's di how much different is it because fine the graphics were crude but the context was still there like it was still objectification violence like blood gore death like what like would, would you is it different now because of the fidelity that we're dealing with i'm not even so certain it's about that it's more like we're armed with that knowledge sure. so our parents were not in a space to even like i don't even think they knew what <laughs> i was playing right they're like oh he's playing video games it's the mario <laughs> like <laughs> Is I don't that, know why they talk like an old Italian. <laughs> is that a, is that that is that that Sonic feller? Yeah. So I think now that we're armed with the knowledge and know that maybe we did go through some trauma mm. playing those games. I know Duke Nukem. Like, like that was a thing in high school. We snuck that in classrooms. Installing <laughs> yeah. um, it on school, like, school computers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so like I think if they want to play something. Like, you're not going to be able to stop it in today's age. It's more about having that conversation, that knowledge around it. But I think we do a good job. I, I would pat ourselves <laughs> yeah. on the back that... Well, well, you aren't know, you so wonderful, Jeff? <laughs> at least, yeah, at least we're having that conversation instead of just, like, you know, heads in the sand, which I think my parents did and maybe a lot of other parents did because they just didn't understand what you were doing. So in those games, you were interacting with things. And, yeah, the you know, it was pixels and, and kind of crude models, but... To me, back then, it was real. Like, that was, oh, my God, look at these graphics. Yeah, yeah. And so I don't know if that has changed. It definitely become more realistic to us, but yeah. I don't know. And then there's VR. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And, and my 12-year-old yeah. has friends with VR, and, like, there's stuff for that. You know, there's a lot of stuff. Man, now you've got me worried about that. I didn't even think of that. The, the problem with VR it. is it's not just like the it's not just that you press a button and then a sword goes. No, it's like you you are taking no. your hand, which is a yes. katana, and <laughs> and doing the action. Absolutely, yeah, that is much more visceral and hands on. Mm, you mean you may okay? You want to check in on that there, bud? <laughs> Jeez. Oh no, that 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 is a good context to remind. It's not. It's in many ways it's the same because it's just the exposure to a subset of content that perhaps you're not ready to take on. The difference being is much like much like drugs were to the parents of the sixties as opposed to the It's like I remember those. Yeah. <laughs> now so too is video games where it's like I'm gonna play this game and we can say like wait a minute. Like what what's the rating? Yeah. Like what's in this whole wait, I've seen this YouTube video. No sir. Not this game. No it's almost like yeah, GTA five is that mm. old. That like we played it, yeah. and now this generation is asking for it. You're like, man, they have not progressed, and they know exactly what's in that yeah. game. I don't think they can really slip one past us as far. I don't think you so. Know what I mean, like, so. Well, now that I've said, it, I'm on the record of saying it, so that's going to totally come back to bite me. It will be difficult, <laughs> given our yeah. context, for them to slip one by us for something age appropriate. But I, I think our kids are really smart, and they'll find a way if they want. Like, I know my kids will. Trevor plus eight years. Best of luck to you. Yeah. <laughs> if, if if Trevor in four years doesn't give up, just give it. It's like whatever. Just have it. I'm tired. I forgot you in school. Just don't tell your mom. Yeah, it's summertime. Just do whatever. So wanted to recount. So gaming dads may have recalled that I had at the behest and pressure from friends. Pre-purchased, not not that it was like that hard to convince me. I remember, like, did they twist your yeah. arm? Bye, bye now. It's probably just like a light suggestion. I'm like, okay, I guess I have to. The I had pre-purchased Diablo Four. Had gone into it, have really enjoyed this game. Like, it is fantastic. A lot of great uh, 
gaming dad pluses a lot a lot of ways that it becomes very easy to play easy to dip in and dip out lots of little side quests the read uh, you can just reset your stats for next to nothing so you're not locked into something if you've kind of made a mistake lots of deer fun so for the first time and I'm, I'm sure like other gaming dads have experienced this type of thing of getting together with friends who have less kid encumberment Let's say, <laughs> vis-a-vis, they don't have kids. They just they don't have kids. They just yeah. live in their lives. Yeah. So those are the friends that have convinced me to do this. And I was over there the one night. We just had everything kind of like the stars aligned. And it's like, all right, let's have a match. Like, let's play some Diablo 4. And they come to look at my account. And it's just like, oh, God. Oh, God. Have you even played? Like, you're so weak. What is this? <laughs> so I was at like level 20. I had not beat the game yet. I'd still, I'd still not done a full play. To this date, I still have not done a full playthrough. Like, were you proud of the level 20, though? Like, let's put this in perspective. No. Like, man, level 20. I, I, like, I knew what it was. It's like, I, okay, I knew what was right. up. But these guys were, like, level 50, like, level 60. They had legendaries. They'd beaten the game a few times through. Like, it was just, like, they're coming, like, oh, oh, you haven't, oh, you haven't beaten the game yet. Coo, 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 coo. this is when you realize who your true friends are they're like yeah so we're gonna call it you could just leave that'd be great look at the time (laughs) no no so that and that's to exactly the point that's because they are true friends so they they said not a problem man like we'll just hop into your game we'll help you get through some of the story like let's go and they did just that they didn't didn't complain didn't worry about it we're laughing having a good time they're they're letting me watch cutscenes. oh uh, okay you were like the player too you were like (laughs) And the controller that's not connected. What's good is that they didn't have to uh, watch the cutscenes with me. They could blast through. But it's like, yeah, yeah, no, you stick, watch the cutscene. This is your first time. It'll be great. So they were they were total princes about the entire thing. And we blasted through like a big chunk of the story that I hadn't gotten through yet. They were actually like a huge help. What's interesting is that everything, and again, this is one of those pluses of this game, is they will level set for everybody who's in. So for me, I'm fighting level, let's say, 20 bosses. For them, yeah. they're fighting level 60 bosses. But we're on the same, we're, we're fighting the same boss though, right? Like, so the health is, but they've just matched everybody. So the experience for everybody is the exact same. Okay. So like, it's kind of like as if I'm contributing at level 60 or as if they're contributing level 20, whatever. Like, so it, in so doing, it's, it means that they can hop in, they can have a, rewarding experience they can even get some decent loot necessarily so that they are rewarded for coming back and shepherd me through these first times like i said like good friends like good guys and they like were patient with me the fact that but it was so i was so weak and so underleveled like it, it was just embarrassing where it's like it, yeah you're, it's like you haven't even beat the game yet like not even once it's like guys i i wake up at six yeah, to, to put my kids to bed, like to get my kids to school. I pick them up most of the time. Sometimes at two thirty. <laughs> yeah, and then I work, yeah, and then yeah. we put them to sleep, and I'm exhausted. I guess, yeah, man. Like I, I'll maybe have half an hour to an hour a night if I'm lucky. Most often not. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Have, have you dipped into gaming with old gaming buddies or with you know friends who don't have kids and have a certain perspective on like where you are in your leveling? I have dipped into games with with friends that have older kids. Mm. So n- not with friends that have no kids. I think that I don't even know if that exists in a friend circle, <laughs> to be honest, which is kind of sad, 
right? But um, yeah, with older kids so that they do have more gaming time because they can play this in front of their kids, right? Or they can, their kid is up doing their own thing and staying up to 1 a.m. or whatever. So they can blast through a ton of stuff and you go over there and you're like, well, uh, yeah, I'll play your character on your profile because, you know, that's something that you... You know, you're at a certain level. You're like, I don't want to go back. I've done all this work. Yeah, but yeah, it's 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 a different vibe when you when you have somebody with time and you're just like, whoa, this is what this feels like again. <laughs> the the days of future past, yeah. right? Like, imagine if you could play two to four hours on a Tuesday. <laughs> what you remember college? You remember like high school and having summers and you know doing what you want, putting in all those hours over the game. Oh, it was wild. It was like. Like I said, ultimately, like I was so pleased for it. I do, it almost reinvigorated me in a way. Like I'd like to get through. There's, some, there's something about this game. Like it, because I did pay for it. <laughs> the amount that I, I just, because I. Blizzard wasn't listening to our show. They're like, we're not giving them a key. I made that investment. I made that decision. Felt slightly embarrassed yes. about it. I have good friends who play it. They, they, up until like a couple months before this launch, they were still playing Diablo 3. So these guys are active. Oh, the, wow. They okay. love it. They yeah. love the seasons. They were all about it, right? So this will be a mainstay in them. And as to my main gaming buddies, like what I'd like to try to commit to is w- I, have, I have never understood um, end game content. Never once in my life. Okay. I've never like World yep. of Warcraft or uh, Destiny or Destiny 2 that <laughs> I got kind of into. Never in my, ever in my life have I understood end game content. It was sort of a concept that just skipped over me because I missed kind of an internet generation of these type of games. So I'm entirely lost with it. But I look at this and I wonder, I say, okay, I really do enjoy this game. I paid for it. I have good friends that play it. Like, what if I tried to spend some time to f- and make this for a while, like my game, that I would be doing end game content for? Do you have any concept of how like end game stuff works? Have you ever been into that realm or that world? Uh, Diablo 3, I did dip into it again a friend pushed through and their older kid had like gone on and beat the game a bunch of times and loved the seasons right so i did dip in a little bit but like i can't play i would like to play a game like through and through and just kind of have it live as a constant thing and maybe witcher 3 is that one that i think of it but like i get bored of it i don't i see what i come to see and i'm like all right i'm done and then that's it but end game content is kind of cool and you need to like make these Diablo playdates to. I think the, the problem is, as best I understand it, though, there's just a lot of grinding. There is. You hit walls. And as a gaming dad, like that's so. It's like all right. So my precious one hour of game time today, yeah, will be just doing this one thing in this one forest for an entire hour, which sounds like, yeah. like in the context of if you have four hours, fine. They're gonna put in some grinding time, and then you get to where you want to be. But when you have that precious tiny time, it's like, well, the the only thing I'll do all week for my little bit of gaming time is going to be like just poking a little bit. I'm going to poke this tree a thousand times a night to try to get this drop so I can have an emerald that will branch off into like Paragon status. Like, I don't know in the game. I don't know a game, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know it, it is a lot of grinding. It It's like the promise of, you know, those weapons that you can't get or the cosmetics that you can't get. And you're like, that's what I want, and I have to grind this thing to get to that thing. And it's it can be, yeah, it can be a lot. I, it's not for every new dad gamer. I don't know where you're going to end up on the scale. It might be like, yeah, you get here, and you're like, 
I'm not really feeling it, guys. Or we might start another profile and just do something else. Yeah. I don't know. Well, look, look. The other, the other thing I've mostly learned with, especially with games and just other items that maybe I've purchased, is it's not being become a prisoner of past poor decisions. Yeah. In so much as yeah. I, like ultimately, like, I would like to try give this an earnest try to see if it's something that I could enjoy. Could I get into in-game content of which, like, I have good buddies that really seem to enjoy it. That's that. Yeah, that's think- appealing to me. Yeah, they'll help you along too. Like uh, they'll be the ones cheering yeah. you from the sidelines. You could do it, Trevor. But, so yeah, I think you have a good. But, but for my first crew. set, is like I, I won't be shackled by that decision making. In so much that if I arrive there and I've given it a good effort, yeah. and it's like this is this is a second job, and I don't like it. Like I'm not having fun. Yeah, I will drop it like a bad act because ultimately it's just like we we have so many precious little um, personal hours. It, you can't waste it on a bad time. No, just press pause, leave it for when your kids grow up, and you'll be like, all right, there we go. we're going back in when my profile is. You can do some grinding. Like Diablo 5. Uh, maybe this one. Maybe, maybe <laughs> this one will do it. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> all right, everybody, we'll wrap it up there for the week. Thank you so much for listening. This has been New Dad Gaming. Do you have a forever game? Do you understand end game content? Do you want to help me beat Diablo 4 for the first time or start a clan? Any of the above. Listen, we'd love to hear from you. Reach out to us at New Dad Gaming or NewDadGaming.com. Another shout out to Gaming Dad Luke. Love the story, especially love the follow-up. I love that we're able to come to a conclusion on that. And that's the type of interactions we really adore on the show. We'd love to read your story, your question, your quandary on the show. Just reach out to us again at New Dad Gaming on Twitter or NewDadGaming.com. If you like the podcast, we'd really appreciate a subscription or a subscription yeah subscribing to it on any of the media subscribe please subscribe yeah. <laughs> subscribe yep. to subscribe to the screen <laughs> on any of the major there's end game content <laughs> just wait <laughs> yeah once we level up to episode 300 which is fast approaching but yeah we'd really appreciate a subscription you can find us at all the major podcasts and network you can find us on itunes spotify google play uh caster anywhere where you get your podcast just search for new dad <laughs> gaming as i mentioned a subscription helps a whole lot even better is if you could leave a rating or a comment. That really helps boost the signal to other gaming dads. It really helps us get out there and build out this community. Everybody, thank you so much once again for listening. This has been New Dad Gaming. Until next time, my name is Trevor. I didn't forget them today because <laughs> I have an eight-year-old and a five-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have a 12-year-old and a 10-year-old, and it's 3.30. Do you know where your kids are? <laughs> Do you know where your dad is? <laughs> All right. Just remember, just because you became a dad does not mean it's game over.